Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, listeners. This is my first podcast episode for 2021, so Happy New Year to each of you. This is Peter Hunt. Now, those of you who know me will know that I normally spend my New Year's period in the, um, at the SCG, watching the New Year test match. This year, however, like many other people, due to COVID restrictions, I was locked out from the ground. But I used that time I found myself productively by reviewing the uh, decisions published on the Osley website from 2020. There are, of course, quite a number of DRS decisions to be found there. Many relate to power disputes or treatment disputes. There are some assessments of damages and some settlement approvals. The most common dispute on the, on the website relate to mostly at fault decisions, which uh, no doubt will be the subject of podcast episodes in the near future. The uh, subject of today's episode, however, relates to two decisions which examine the impact of Section 3.37 of the Motor Accident Injuries Act. As you will know, that section provides that a person who commits a serious driving offence is not entitled to stat benefits. Subsection 1 specifically states, statutory benefits under this part are not payable to an injured person after the person has been charged with or convicted of a serious driving offence that was related to the motor accident. Now, the interesting question here, which is examined in the two DRS decisions I'm about to discuss, is whether there has to be any connection between the serious driving offence and the cause of the accident. In one of the uh, cases I'm about to discuss, the DRS assessor found that causation between the serious driving offence and the accident was not necessary, whereas the opposite conclusion was reached by another assessor in a different case. So the first matter I'm going to briefly discuss is AMM versus Allianz. I'll leave a link to the decision on the um, website. In AMM, the claimant was stationary, waiting to turn right into a McDonald's driveway and the insured was travelling the same direction as the claimant, failed to stop and ran into the rear of the claimant's vehicle. So importantly, claimant stationary, insured runs into the rear of the claimant's car. After the accident, however, the claimant underwent breath testing and returned a BAC of 0.057, so just marginally into the low-range PCA offence. But critically for the claimant, a low-range PCA constitutes a serious driving offence for the purpose of Section 3.37. So clearly, whilst the claimant was guilty of a serious driving offence because of his low-range PCA, his intoxication had nothing at all to do with the cause of the accident. He was stationary, and the insurer was totally at fault by failing to stop and running into the rear of the claimant's vehicle. So in those circumstances, the issue is whether the claimant was precluded from claiming stat benefits because he was 
guilty of a serious driving offence that was, quoting from Section 3.37, Subsection 1, related to the motor accident, end quote. So the issue is what does related to the motor accident mean in those circumstances? Some guidance on that question is actually provided by the section itself. In Subsection 3 of Section 3.37, it says a serious driving offence with which an injured person is charged or convicted is considered to be related to a motor accident only if a. the offence relates to the driving of a motor vehicle by the injured person and b. the motor vehicle was involved in the motor accident that caused the person's injury. Ultimately, in AMM, the assessor found that the words related to does not imply causation and was fortified in that view by the word only in subsection 3 of section 3.37, with the ultimate conclusion that a claimant is not able to claim stat benefits where they are guilty of any kind of serious driving offence, in this case a PCA, which is related to the driving of the motor vehicle on the day the accident occurred. Underlying the thinking is that there was a policy decision by the New South Wales State Government to discourage drink driving or indeed any other kind of driving which involves a serious driving offence and that the commission of the offence alone is sufficient to exclude stat benefits even where there's no causative element between the commission of the offence and the cause of the injury. So that's AMM. Um, I acknowledge the work done by Allianz and Spark Helmore in achieving that outcome. The other decision, though, is more recent, and it's AQ versus QBE, which was decided on 10 November 2020. Once again, I'll include a link to the decision on our website. So in this claim, the client was driving on a country road when a kangaroo appeared in front of his vehicle. He braked but couldn't avoid an accident and was seriously injured. In similar circumstances to the other case, the claimant was guilty of a low-range PCA offence, given that his BAC was found to be 0.064. But again, there was an issue as to whether there was any connection between the driver's intoxication and the cause of his injury. Indeed, the assessor found that there was no actual fault by the claimant in this claim, and applying Singh, there was no deemed fault either. So the sole remaining issue was whether the claimant was excluded from the state benefits scheme merely because he was guilty of a serious driving offence at the time the accident occurred because of his uh, low-range PCA. Unlike um, AMM, the assessor in AWQ found that the low-range PCA did not preclude the claimant from making a state benefits claim. The assessor gave two reasons. The first was that section 3.37 subsection 3b was not satisfied because the motor vehicle was not involved in a motor accident that caused the claimant's injury. The reason being that there was no fault by any person and it was a no-fault accident within the meaning of part 5 of the Act. I think essentially the assessor was finding that this was a kangaroo accident, not a motor accident, and that is why section subsection 3b was not satisfied. 
The second reason given by the assessor was that Section 3.38, which I'll come to in a moment, would have no operation in the case of PCA offences if somebody guilty of a PCA offence was excluded from the stat benefits regime altogether. In broad terms, Section 3.38 allows for weekly payments to be reduced beyond 26 weeks for contributory negligence in a number of circumstances, including where the injured person has been convicted of an alcohol or drug-related offence. So the assessor found that that provision would have no operation in the event that the injured person was not entitled to stat benefits in any event because of Section 3.37. So there you have it. There's two very interesting decisions on Section 3.37 and the issue to do with serious driving offences, two different approaches from two different assessors with two different outcomes. It will be interesting to see as the scheme progresses which of the two approaches gains favour or indeed whether there's a third approach. Uh, We'll wait and see. So many thanks for your time again and thank you for listening. And as always, it's dangerous out there. So whatever you do, please always try to keep a proper lookout. Until next time, cheerio. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.